Hi, everyone. It's Michelle with Studio City Now. And today my guests are Paul and Tiffany Newtall, and they have a story to tell. Hi, you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank, Thank you, you so for, having for having us. us. Thank you for having us. <laughs> so I read your bio, and I don't even know where to start, except you were falsely imprisoned. Correct. Um, what happened? Well, um, in, nine, in, in well, 2003, uh, I was um, training boxing. Uh, I was teaching, and I was also Chris Bird's sparring partner when he won the IBF heavyweight championship. Mm. Um, so I was on Yahoo at one time, and um, uh, one, one individual got a hold of me from the Nigerian and asked me did I want a job. And at this point in time, they didn't know about the Nigerian scam or whatever have you. But then um, at that point in time, I told him no. Uh, and he asked me, what do you do? And I explained to him that I, I, I train boxing, train kids. You know, I uh, spar with Chris Bird. I uh, helped him win IBF against Van Holyfield. I trained with Hasim Rockman and helped him win a, a championship against Lennox Lewis. There's a lot of boxing things. So he, uh, he came up with a scam where... Uh, if you train 18 kids, if I get 18 kids together, would you train them in here in Nigeria? And I stated to him that, well, if you if you paid me, <laughs> you know, I come down and I train them. Uh, so, you know, he let me talk to all the kids and stuff like that. And, uh, he had some families involved. And at this point in time, we were building a rapport for like a couple of months. Uh, on the way, we was going to go ahead and do it. He says, well, I'm going to send you a check. So he sent me a check for $150,000, a clinic uh, cashier's check. Uh, I kind of found it odd a little bit, but at the same time, you know, I was like, okay, let me go put it in the bank and see if it clear. Cause I had a, a federal reserve bank where if it ain't real, it ain't going to clear. Uh, right. On a time, the lady put a hold on the check for me and said, if, it, if it's not real, it won't clear and you won't get in trouble. Okay. So we, we both agreed to that. Two weeks later, it did clear. He called me back and asked me to the check clear. I stated to me it cleared. So he says, well, I'll give you a call in the week and be ready to come down and train the kids. Three days later, he called me and told me that, unfortunately, the kids dropped out of boxing. It's only eight kids who who, who still, on the uh, other hand, will box. So is it possible you can send me that money back that I gave you? So it was clear. Everything was okay. And I was like, okay, I, I'll send it back to you. So I went back to the bank and I wired the money back to different cities in Nigeria. And I asked him why different cities, and he told me that, these were the kids, people who paid the money. So just wired it back to their account. So I, okay, sounds like a good, reasonable explanation, you know. So I send it to him. And so maybe a week later, uh, he said, go ahead and keep the rest because it's still a kids that's involved. But send me all the rest of it back to different cities. And once that happened, a week later, I called him. His phone was disconnected because at this that point in time, I had Southwestern Bell back in the mm-hmm. days, and I had a well, as you can call, you know, long distance or out of the country, not that much fee. So I got that set up. So his phone number was not existing anymore. I sent some emails to him and kept coming back. So I kind of felt that funny, and I said, "Well, he just lost out of money. The bank cleared. I don't know what's going on. He'll call me back." I put a hole in my APL, which is annual posture leave, because I was running the juvenile home at that point of time. Uh, I was ready to leave and go to Nigeria and train these kids. Uh, I never heard from him again. Two months later, they called me, told me to come to the bank, 
And that's when there was a, a person named Brian Gibson was there, uh, Secret Service, and said mm-hmm. it to me that this check was fake and that uh, where did I get it from? I explained everything to him. I gave him information, all the evidence. It cleared through the federal bank. Uh, then, you know, he was telling me that, well, since you have a degree, uh, criminal justice and one in political science, then it might come back on you. Uh, that red flag should have came up. Uh, and if you were a smart individual and stuff like that. So we kind of got into it. We left it at that because I was very upset, you know, that they didn't believe me. Uh, I think because I was a black person, a successful black person, and the things I was doing uh, at that point in time, that uh, he wanted to at least get me on something. If they can't get this black man in Nigeria, they can get this black man, you know, basically in the United States. Uh, so a year mm-hmm. later, they indicted me for uh, four counts of uh, 40, 40 counts, actually, of um, bank fraud is one for wire fraud is all kind of uh, indictments. Uh, they sent me a letter. They didn't come get me because at that point in time, I think they was on Hillary Clinton and all these secret services on different people's days for the election. I uh, called uh, the number they gave me and they said, yeah, you've been indicted by the grand jury. You can turn yourself in to any police officer, whatever. I did not do that. Uh, I was just so upset in just the system and what they did to me that I said, well, catch me if you can. Then I was upset about it. So I did run up on another identity and left. I was very upset with the justice system that they did this to me. But fortunately, uh, fortunately they caught me right after Barack Obama was elected. And they uh, spedited me back to Michigan where I faced a trial uh, mm-hmm. for these 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 uh, false accusations towards the United States against me. But after speaking to the individual, uh, the judge and everything else, he found my innocence. He dropped two to 40 charges and he released me. But he did charge me with one because they did keep me in jail for like 14 months because I was a flight risk and they let, let, let me out on bond. So that was the reason why they charged me because they felt like that if I would have uh, maybe not been charged, then they would have came back and sued them for false imprisonment, which I probably will would have done because I was still upset with the justice system. So that's that was that was why I was wrongly incarcerated. I couldn't get a job. Uh, the board dropped me. Uh, I had a felony on my case, my record. I had to have probation. I was homeless twice. Uh, all these things that happened just because of that that fact. All because of a Nigerian scam. And Nigerian scam. Now they know about the Nigerian scam, but back then they didn't know about it. You know. So no, it didn't get. Them. Yeah, it didn't get really well known until like five, six years later. Right, and in two thousand nine or something like that, or ten, they started knowing about it, but. It was too late then, you know. Right. Were you able to get the felony expunged? I could get it expunged, but because of my story and because people coming down to do documentaries and things like that all my life, I didn't want to get it expunged because I wanted people to see what really happened, you know, in my life. Uh, If I wanted a job or something like that to go back to what I was doing uh, with uh, any, uh, I guess, juvenile home, anything like that, they would still accept me because it's been seven years, you know, when the felony mm-hmm. happened. And it was a white collar crime. Uh, but yeah. I don't want to get expunged. I don't really like to, to vote because of that. There's a lot of things that happen in my life where I just feel so bad for people who've been rolling and incarcerated. And that's why I came up with the show, Forgotten Prisoners. And uh, of course, we helped Michael Harry or Harris get out of prison as well. Uh, through our organization. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I was reading about him also. You know, I did a quick scan. Now, he was involved with the Death Row Records, wasn't he? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. He was uh he was the the founder of Death Row Records. Uh when my brothers was in prison, they uh they they got 30 35 years something like that, and every 10 years they transfer them to another prison so they won't get comfortable. So they transfer my brother they both transferred to a prison system in Texas, but uh, they transferred him to Los Angeles for some reason. And that's where he met Michael Harry O'Harris. And Michael was in Longpot. And my brother was in Longpot. So I met Michael through my brother because my brother was telling him about Second Chance. I was sending him these pictures. They saved lives. So he wanted to connect with me on some base. I think Michael, he wanted to get out so bad, he reached out to anybody to help him, basically. At this point of time, they wouldn't let him out. So he reached out to me. We spoke on numerous occasions, and uh, he he loved the, the idea of Second Chance Saves Lives. And so we signed with him as a co-owner to help save lives and stuff like that. And uh, we, we, we broadcasted him on Daily uh, World News uh, in 2019, uh, and we all talked to federal people about getting him out. But unfortunately, you know what? They wouldn't let him out, even though we aired him all across the world that he's going to be helping Second Chance saves lives. That didn't happen. And he said, well, you know, it was, it was worth a try. But Snoop Dogg finally got a hold to what we did for Mike and went to Donald Trump and asked him, listen, he's doing great things. And at this point in time, Donald Trump was already mad with the government because he was not elected as president again. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So so he told him that he was going to do um, uh, Second Chance. Michael's about Second Chance. He says stuff like that. Uh, so at this point in time, you know, Donald Trump pardoned him uh, this year, like seven months ago. And then we just reconnected again. And so that's how that went. And now I got this show called Forgotten Prisoners, where people have been wrongly incarcerated and who have been there too long in prison. They submit to us. And we try to get them out of prison, put them on our show and the show where we talk about the story. And we have a, a, a great attorney named Phil uh, Moss, who's a New York attorney, who go through these submissions and say, this guy's innocent or this guy, I wouldn't put him on because I think he's guilty. Now, we get some of them, too, for murders and stuff like that. But we got one case where uh, one guy is innocent and we're going to be showing his story, either on a and E. Or CNN, where all the governors and and uh, officials can see this, and they can pardon these people, or get get their story looked at deeper than what, what what they did before. So that's what the show Forgotten Prisoners is about, and that's why I have the show Forgotten Prisoners. What channel is it on? Well, we don't know as yet. We're going to be doing a pilot this coming up uh, next month, oh. and oh, we're going to okay. be doing the, the story on Marquise Reiner. I think that's on our. Uh, we did a trade already. And that's, I think that's on our, our website, uh, on Forgotten Prisoners. And I'm going to be the host of the show. And uh-huh. uh, we're going to bring these individuals on. Except the prisoners, we'll do a Zoom call with them, talk to them about the story. And we'll have Phil, the attorney, come on. And we'll have the family come on. And we'll just show B-rolls and show their story. And hopefully that we can reach out to people around the world to, to, to get, the, get the job done. Uh, so, And then uh, we'll try to put it on A&E or CNN, one of these channels. Uh, oh, to get okay. get it highlighted, yeah. God, I love that. Now I didn't realize you can do Zoom calls in prison. Yeah, so they have a video. Uh, it's called a, a video Zoom call where if, if you can do 
a Zoom with them, or you can just talk to their families. I think we're trying to figure out how we can get it done because the mm-hmm. attorneys, I remember he was on one show or something like that. He talked about his story. Uh, Mike was also on our radio show when he was in prison. But at the same time, you got to get permission but from, from the federal, but from the state. I think the attorneys is on it where he can kind of talk to us a little bit about something. And then we can like not talk to him anymore. Then, then the commercial break comes and we have his family on there. The next commercial break comes, we have the attorney on there who feels that he's, he's innocent and they should look more into the story. Now, one of the things I've seen is, God, I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this. Um, it's mainly people of color. Yeah, um, it's, 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 our, it's our black community. <laughs> and I don't yeah. know why, but yeah, it is. Yeah, I saw a program recently. There's a, um, there's a web series that I follow and they did a webisode about a man who was falsely imprisoned for murder. Right. And it was the DNA that showed, yeah, he, he wasn't even there. This, the same, this is the same one for Marquise uh, Rayner. Same case. His brother. Was, I, I, I think his this brother is that did case. It. Yeah. Well, that's that's the case we work. That's the case we're going to do <laughs> the beginning, the first episode. Yeah, they didn't uh, name a name because in the series they change all the names. Right. Yeah, and Marquise is is she still in prison? Correct. Okay, this is one where the man was out of prison. Okay, now Marquise is still in prison for murder for her own DNA. Uh, it was his brother's DNA. Uh, something like that. And his just... brother was wearing the, his brother was, they found a t-shirt with DNA. There was four DNA on there. And one of them was his half brothers and his DNA was on there, but he wasn't present during the incident, but they, they, but they took him anyways. And so that's the discrepancy on his case is, is that his DNA is on the shirt, but it really, his brother, his half brother was the one who was really guilty, but they took him as well. Correct. So it was just circumstantial evidence. Yeah, plus it's a small city, you know, it's like that small city, black people and, uh, you know, a murder case. They're going to make sure they just get, you know, everybody that was involved and they, they wasn't involved as long as they was black, you know. So Yeah, that's really sad. Unfortunately, it happens. Plus, I'm looking forward to, um, I just wrote it down. Oh, geez, I'm losing my mind. Forgotten mm-hmm. Prisoners. Right. I like the concept. It's just sad that, you know, it has to be done, but I'm glad it has to be done and you're doing it. Correct. Right. Now, what was Michael Harris in jail for, in prison for? Mark, Michael Harris was in jail for uh, uh, kidnapping and uh, attempted, attempted murder. murder. And drug trafficking. Well, at first it was, it was, it was um, attempted murder and it was um, kidnapping. They had him. They gave him 30 years to life. Okay. So he went to prison in St. Quentin. And uh, he was there for a while. And so how they wanted to keep Michael, uh, Michael got out on parole. And when he got on parole, the feds was waiting for him for drug trafficking. So now this is two different cases now. So when you violate your parole, the feds take over. Feds took over and they go, well, man, you ain't never getting out. So that's how that happened. It was a, it was a, it was a bad thing. And on his part, he did 10 years over the time he's supposed to have been there. And mm-hmm. it seemed like no one can get him out. Like Van Jones couldn't get him out. All these people were trying to can get him out. And so, you know, it was just on God's timing of to highlight him with us to help individuals get that second chance. And it fell up under our umbrella. And so that's what happened when he got out. So that's what he was in, incarcerated for. 
Okay, and he's out now, but he did time at the queue. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So is he in the L.A. area, too, or? Correct. He He's in Los Angeles. We're we in San Antonio, Texas now. We, we came down. Oh. To, yeah, we came to San Antonio to start the show, you know, and uh, my hometown. So um, we came down here to my hometown and started. But, yeah, Mark, Mike is in L.A. in California area now. Okay, yeah, your phone number is an L.A. number, so I was like, okay. Correct. Yeah, we, we kept our phone numbers. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and we can do that now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> wow, so this is, like, so impressive. And, you know, unfortunately, you're going to have a lot of people you'll be dealing with to get right. out of prison who have been falsely imprisoned. Correct. And we have a lot of submissions now. We want to make sure that we highlight the ones that's been there too long or been falsely accused. Uh, a lot of people send us these thing, these uh, submissions, and that's why we have the attorney to look at it and look through it thoroughly. Uh, his name is Phil Moss, great attorney. He looks mm -hmm. through it, and he's, he's from New York. He looks at it, and he said, hey, look, this guy's guilty. You don't want to put him on the show. where he, So we, we, we make sure that they, they are falsely accused and been there too long. We also have another show called Second Chance Saves Lives that's going to be on Fox as well. Right. That was the one I was going to ask you about. Tell me a little about that. So Second Chance Saves Lives is a, a different format is where for people, just anyone who's struggling um, with their finances or is in need of a home or vehicle, just anything in their lives. And they basically submit to our show to be interviewed by our talk show host, um, who will then share the story on the show. And once it airs on the network, um, we basically ask the community and everyone nationwide for help anyone who's able to give this person the second chance, they step forward and reach out to us to offer them that help. And so that's our format on that show. Oh, I was going to say, when does that air? It'll be airing this fall uh, on Saturday from 7 to 8, but they haven't given us a date time yet because we still have to do uh, the rest of the episodes per contract. Once we get that done, then they will give us that date. Uh, we gave us a time slot, but not the date yet. Uh, we have a lot of the... Uh, content already i think we got like nine episodes wrapped up already or something like 12. that and 12 episodes and we got to do the other 12 for the next season so that's what we're going to be working on uh coming up and once we get that done and be showing this fall wonderful and tiffany you were going to say something and i had interrupted accidentally oh no worries um i would just wanted to share some of the amazing stories that we filmed already we have one suzanne she grew up using drugs and was incarcerated for some time and she came on our show um she was recently released four months prior and she was in need of a second chance with a new set of teeth and for her, she was sharing, you know, she had been recently saved. She wanted to start her life, but every time she looked in the mirror, it was always a reminder of her past. And she wanted a second chance to get help to get her her teeth done, her front teeth done, uh, so that she can start over. And we even have Chris Bird, who was a two-time world heavyweight champion. Paul, Paul was his sparring partner, and mm -hmm. he had suffered from a medical, con a really severe medical condition that affected him, but now he's coming back and wanting to come back to become the next middleweight champion. So we have just a variety of stories that are just so amazing and incredible of people that are needing a second chance. Oh gosh, I love it. It's, it's really nice in this time right now to have positive things like this right. happening. Correct. Absolutely. You know, the timing couldn't be perfect. No. Oh, you're right. Now, if anybody wanted to get a hold of you, let's say for second chance. Yes. So 
for any of our shows, for anyone who needs a second chance, who knows a forgotten prisoner, or who would like to be on our second chance radio show, which we can tell you more about after, you can go to our website, which is mm-hmm. secondchancesaveslives.org, and that is spelled the number two, and is in Nancy, D is in David, chance, C-H-A-N-C-E, saves S-A-B-E-S, lives, mm-hmm. L-I-V-E-S dot org. And um, under the contact drop section, you'll, you'll have a drop down of each of the shows. And they would just click on which show they would like to submit on. And they would submit through that page. So everything is found on our website. I love it. And um, I didn't ask how long your these programs have been in effect. Oh, man. Uh, we've been... We've been doing this since California. <laughs> I started <laughs> California and uh, I started helping following celebrities. Uh, and then from there, I met my wife and we started Second Chance Sage Lives. But we didn't get it really off the ground until we got to San Antonio in 2018. We got off the ground and we started doing all the content in 20, 2020. And now we're ready. So, um, yes, it's been a work in progress, yes, but has. now we've finally reached the where we needed to to be for our show so that's such a um such a blessing it is it is and i'll blast this when i edit it so that other people can find out and know about it because i think this is such a wonderful thing correct thank you so much yeah and thank you so so much and um i'll let you know when i drop it or publish it Okay, perfect. Okay, and before we wrap up, anything else we need to know about your programs? or For anyone who would like to keep in contact with all of our content, you can find us on our social media. Um, mm-hmm. The best way to find all of our social media is through our Linktree, linktree.com. Our username is Second Chance TV Productions. And we have our Instagrams, Second Chance Saves Lives, Second underscore Chance underscore Saves underscore Lives, and our mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook page for all the updates on airing. And the Twitter page at Second Chance Saves, that's our Twitter page. Yes. Oh, perfect. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so, so, so much. And um, mm-hmm. thank you for taking the time to talk with me. Thank you so much for having us. And the last thing I want to share about our Second Chance radio TV show we're also producing, um, we bring on guests who've been given a second chance in their lives and are now giving second chances to others and inspiring other people. So that's just a completely inspiring, uplifting platform that we have. We wanted to recognize a lot of the individuals doing great things in the community. And we also have a segment on that show for any independent artist who is wanting to I'm sorry, I'm sorry. cut out for a second. I got as far as radio show. Okay, so yes, our radio, Second Chance Radio TV show is a different platform that we have um, where we bring on people who are, uh, who've been given a second chance in their lives and are now giving second chances to others, meaning they have been through something in their lives and, you know, they've been brought through and now they're, they were inspired by their story to now give second chances to others. And we also have a segment on there for any independent artist who's created their own content and own it 100%, but they need some exposure. They can go on our Second Chance radio page on our website and they can submit their their music to us so that we can airplay their music for free. Oh, I love it. Now, where can we find the radio show? That's just on your website or? Correct. Okay, Correct. Perfect. 
Yes, it'll have its own radio. It's going to have its own page, um, Second Chance Radio TV Show. And they can go there to submit. They want to just airplay their music as an independent artist or they want to come on as a radio guest and share their story and share what organization, foundation or business that they have that, you know, they're um, helping other people with. Oh, I think it's just wonderful, all the things you're doing. Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so, so, so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. And yes, ma'am. Thank you. And you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of today. You, you too. too. Thank God you bless so much. You. Be God safe. Bless. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye.